Well, hello. I'm so glad you dropped in for this summer shorty episode. Over the next few weeks, I'm taking a summer break, and to tie you over and keep you close to my heart, I've pre-recorded a couple of shorter episodes where I answer questions and talk about my strategies and ideas, things that are worth sharing but might not make a whole episode. I hope you enjoy this summer shorties and your summer. And if you want to ask me a question or share an idea, go to asmallerlife.com and click on the left side button in the show notes of any episode. Actually, it might be the right side button. There's a button there. Go find it. Social media. Oh my gosh, this is a returning topic on the show. I've had a reaction from one of the listeners. Her name is Lotte. Hey Saskia, ik heb naar je podcast geluisterd vandaag en ik vond het super interessant en het, het raakt precies aan waar ik de hele tijd omheen draai en de wens om van social media af te gaan en alles wat je tegenhoudt om het te doen. Ik heb er nog niet een goede oplossing voor gevonden en iedere keer als ik, of het nou de social dilemma is of, of mensen die inderdaad gewoon social media achter zich gelaten hebben, iedere keer denk ik ja, ik moet het gewoon doen en iedere keer kom ik op hetzelfde punt terecht. Het interesseert me niet als ik geen filmpjes meer zie, als ik geen grappige memes meer zie, als ik geen alle reclames meer zie. Maar ik wil de mensen niet kwijt. We zijn vorig jaar teruggekomen na vijf jaar in Canada te hebben gewoond. En daarvoor heb ik in Amerika gewoond. En er zit zoveel in het buitenland. En ik wil... Het is niet eens dat ik niet meer wil zenden via social media. Het is gewoon dat ik niet die connectie met het leven van al die mensen wil missen. Ik blijf een beetje bang... Om, ik denk niet dat het zo snel gaat gebeuren via e-mail met iedereen. She really struggles with going off of social media. She doesn't want to leave the friends that she made on social media. Not necessarily, but she talks about living abroad and then making friends there and using social media to know what's going on in their lives and not necessarily posting a lot, but just knowing what's going on and having the feeling that you are still connected to those people. How do you stay in touch with them? Well, this is typically something that is more the private situation. I talk about uh, not being on social media as a business as well. For me, it's been six months. Six months ago, I've left social media I went and printed out my whole Instagram account. <laughs> For your wall, that was three books of, uh, I don't know how many pages. And I will share the link where I did that. It was kind of an investment, but it made it so much easier for me to just close it down. And I have one book for my personal Instagram account. So I have four big books of Instagram on my bookshelf. And I have no worries about pictures that are on there. I've got them all here and there I can touch them. I can go through the books. It's actually much more fun. So that was the end of the story. I began by watching the documentaries you've all heard of, uh, reading about leaving social media and how to do it. And even before that, obviously, it started with like this gnawing feeling of, I don't feel 
at home here anymore. I feel like it's consuming me instead of the other way around. I felt like it was too much of everything. And there was a certain point in my life that everything was just too much. Being online a lot of the time and then that time online being eaten by social media mostly was just, uh, I don't know. And it's always been a thing for me. I was on Twitter and off Twitter quickly. I was on Facebook quite quickly. I even remember having a MySpace account and the Dutch one. I don't remember the Dutch one. We had a Dutch one too. So I've tried everything and I've always been early with subscribing to these things, but I've always been earlier than most of my, I would say, peers, leaving them if it was family or friends or people in my business world. And I've never really regretted it. So for the longest time, I I wanted to leave Facebook and I prepared this whole thing. I downloaded everything and I don't know what I did. But then I found out that you need to have a Facebook account to keep your Instagram account. So for the longest time, I just would post on Instagram and have it repost on Facebook. So I would never go on there, but people that would follow me there would still see everything. And then the whole process of leaving Instagram was kind of slow. I think it took a few years from wanting to leave to actually doing it. Maybe not years, but it took a while. I first started deleting a lot of accounts that I would not actively engage with. There were some accounts that were, they would be kind of toxic for me in a way that they would, no, not toxic, triggering. So when you are presented with images or an idea of something that is not real, and it's a lot of the time, even if you are a smart person and can use your brain, you still kind of feel like you should be something or somebody that does things differently because of all the impulses you get. And it felt like I just wanted to see things that would inspire me, not accounts that made me question myself or my business. So I would, first of all, kind of clean up the list of people I followed. And then I had a period of just posting and then not scrolling. So I would post whenever I wanted to and then not scroll and then react to messages or questions or just react to the people that reacted to my things. And then from there, I started to post using that automatic calendar type thing where you just do the work in one hour a month and then do it for the whole month. I would do that for a while and then I started to do just the stories. So kind of trying to step away from it step by step. And then I still kind of felt like I I have a lot of people there that I really like and, and love even. And at a certain point I just asked... I'm I'm leaving in a while and if you want to keep following me, the, these are your options. I invited people over to my newsletter or to my community and I actually also said to people you can we can be pen pals and I, I feel like I can deal comfortably with about seven to nine pen pals and uh, people would actually 
react to that. So there's one person, hello Charlotte, that actually became a pen pal. It's very slow. It's dead snail mail. <laughs> it's, it's really slow, but it's there and it's fun. And Charlotte is in Finland. So yeah, it's really fun to, to have an actual pen pal. And um, yeah, and then I started to go on there less and less. I had this period of not having the app on my phone, only on desktop. And then I just deleted it after making the printed books that cost me like a whole lot of money, but it was worth it. It was worth paying off my guilt. Like, so that was cool. So this is how I did it. And uh, coming back to what Lotta said, she wonders how she could stay in touch with her friends abroad. Obviously, if it's so easy to have social media compared to writing emails. It's a different kind of connection. If you write an email or if you have a phone call, you kind of almost have to plan it. It takes a longer time and it's definitely different. I think you can be creative if you have a group of people that you know from, I don't know, working on summer camp or something, you can do a group email thing or even start a newsletter and have people react to your newsletter. You can start a community online with those friends and it doesn't have to be on Facebook. It could also be on, for example, Mighty Networks. That's where I am with my community. So there's absolutely no advertising and it's really private and you can keep it private, keep it just for the people that you want to have in that community. I run one of those for our block here and I think that could work but that would work with a group of friends that all know each other or family but if you have different loose connections with people that don't know each other then definitely there's a, there's a moment there where you you'd have to reflect on who you want to stay in touch with and who you want to spend some more time on and really think about is it important that you know about all the new things there new pets does or do you just want to know that they're okay and what they're doing and could you just have even just a six month check-in or something like that and I mean if you're a planner like I am if you have a bullet journal or a digital calendar it's just a question of put it in your calendar and say uh, write yearly email to or something that could really work I've done that before just writing down how to keep in touch with who and what would work. If you're not an email person, then that's not the thing. I, for one, love leaving voice messages to people, but I know that some people think they're super annoying because you cannot always listen to them at any moment. So I make sure when I leave a voice message that it's not urgent or important. So that's a thing that you can do. You can also start groups. If you do that on WhatsApp, I think you're in the same area of social media, but there's Signal, there's different things that you can do. So it's really worth it if you are able to choose and focus and deliberately connect with people. That's the way I look at it. It's been six months of calm. I've loved it. I sometimes miss it when I just want to have a quick, quick view of what a business is like if they or a person if they don't have a website. But I think you can fix that if you have your landing page of your website reflect 
who you are as a business. Coincidentally, that's something that we're working on right now in the business circle. Like in five seconds, you want to know what a business is or who a person is. When it comes to businesses, you can do that with your website, with your landing page. A private person, that's a whole different ballgame. I have to say I'm still on LinkedIn uh, as a way of connecting with other people in business. And Pinterest is something that I I went to Pinterest a lot when I was just off social media. And now I kind of not really, not as much anymore. But I'm going to use it as a marketing tool in the future. So yeah, it's kind of a trial and error type thing, but I'm not going back. I don't miss it. It was a great decision. And if you have any questions, anything you want to know, let me know. Lotte, I hope you will find a way to keep in touch with people and be able to do what you actually really want and step away from social media. Good luck. I want to say a quick thank you to Ali who co-produces and edits the show. Thank you to our Patreon supporters and the members of the Yavol community and Building Better Businesses Circle. There are so many different ways to join the movement for more conscious and more sustainable crafting and business owning. Go to asmallerlife.com to subscribe to newsletters I write with makers and or sellers in mind. Support via patreon.com slash asmallerlife or join the community if you want to actively work on crafting your conscious wardrobe or lifting your craft business a little higher with practical content and the power of accountability and support of a community. I hope you will be back in two weeks for the next Summer Shorty episode.